بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على المبعوث رحمة للعالمين وعلى آله وصحبه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا إلى يوم الدين أما بعد few things I want to mention Alhamdulillah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us the opportunity to complete Ramadan and under the lockdown many many people that we've spoken to they said that they found it much better. They were able to get a lot more out of this Ramadan than many previous Ramadans. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for acceptance. And we ask Allah for forgiveness for our shortcomings and how we may have not taken the full advantage as we could have. And we ask Allah to allow us many more Ramadans under much better circumstances. And Allah continue to allow us to draw close to Him. So, the one thing about Ramadan is that it's, the Ramadan is a, a period in which we're supposed to become closer to Allah because it helps us to inculcate taqwa. And the way it's supposed to do that is that when we avoid food, drink and sexual intercourse during the daylight hours, then we're opposing our nafs. Now that that time is over and the shaitan is back out then it becomes a bit more difficult but that's why I believe that we have in our sharia this huge recommendation for the six fasts of shawwal the six fasts of shawwal help a person after Ramadan to feel like they're still in Ramadan when you fast after Ramadan you still feel like it's an extension of Ramadan so you feel like you still have to do everything and you don't feel lax. And I think that's really, really beneficial. So, so if we haven't fasted already, the sooner the better. Though in the Hanafi school, it's recommended that you could fast every, you make the fast of Shawwal every Monday and Thursday uh, so that you get the benefit of the Monday and Thursday as well. Uh, but, uh, uh, you, you keep them any time during the month of Shawwal uh, together, separately and so on. In fact, there's some views which are not necessarily the stronger views that you can even fast these if you miss them, you can even fast them later in other months as well. Because the way they've looked at the hadith, the hadith says, the Prophet ﷺ said, Whoever mansama Ramadan, thumma atba'ahu sittam min shawwal. Whoever fasts the month of Ramadan and then follows it up with six fasts from shawwal onwards. So that's why min, min in Arabic means from. So the starting point is, is Shawwal, obviously, because that, fo that, fo that follows Ramadan, and then in any of the month. Though that is not the strongest, uh, stronger opinion, we're going to try to do it within the month of Sh uh, Shawwal itself. And then, um, but I'm just mentioning that there are different views about this as well. Now, one of the things that we want to achieve through Ramadan is Tawbah, is turning to Allah. Because Allah gave us so much opportunity to turn to Him by taraweeh, by fasting itself. I mean, I've been thinking, especially after Ramadan, in Shawwal fasts, it's not an obligation. They're purely optional. They're recommended. A huge reward for them. And if you've been busy or some other things, obviously fasting does have a toll on you because we're not used to fasting. So when you're not used to fasting, we're constantly looking for food or drink. And sometimes if you're feeling a bit uncomfortable, you're feeling a bit tired or whatever, 
Sometimes food provides you a bit of release, a bit of escape, a bit of comfort, and you can't do that. So why would somebody fast for? Okay, in Ramadan it's understandable, but why would anybody fast outside the month of Ramadan if it's not obligatory? That's why it leads to the conclusion which Allah says Himself, that fasting is for me, uh, repay, I will compensate for it directly. Because why would anybody, especially in England, as the days are getting even longer, right? Um, fast for so many hours, for a nafil fast, unless they did it out of love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and out of conviction that they're going to get something for this. And that's why Allah said that this requires faith. That's why only a faithful person can fast like this. That's why Allah says this is sincere and I will re reward person directly. So Ramadan taught us ruju ilallah, tawbah, and forgiveness for our sins. And Ramadan was a special moment in which Allah forgave many, many people's sins. And there's a hadith which mentions that every month, sorry, every night of Ramadan, people were written to be freed from hellfire. So what exactly is this tawbah and repentance? See, when a person feels that they've done something wrong, I got a call from a person today saying that they've had, they were born as Muslims, but were totally negligent for most of their life, currently until, until today. Now they want to make change and they're wondering how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, what's, what's in it for them, especially when you've got so many deeds in the back which are wrong. So you may have had 30, 35 years of wrong deeds and now you want to change. What's going to happen on the day of judgment? So the person is probably thinking, I've got 35 years of bad deeds. I may live for another 10 years, 15, 20 years. That means I'm not even going to make it equal. So I'm going to have 30, 30 years of bad deeds and maybe only 20 years of good deeds. But that's not how it works. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, فَأُولَٰئِكَ يُبَدِّلُ اللَّهُ سَيِّئَاتِهِمْ حَسَنَاتِ there's this whole concept of bad deeds becoming good deeds if the person repents correctly and changes their way. I'd never thought about it in that way. That the comparison is incorrect. That I've done 30 years of bad deeds, 20 years of good deeds, I don't stand a chance. That's a wrong way to look at it. Because 30 years of bad deeds with tawbah changes all of that. And the Prophet ﷺ said, At-ta'ibu min al-dhambi Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, غَافِلِ الذَّنْبِ قَابِلِ التَّوْبِ Allah is the forgiver of sins. So what is the concept of forgiveness if 30 years, or 40 years, 100 years of sins can't be forgiven? So that can easily be forgiven. And when a person changes their life, Allah will watch them. إِنَّ رَبَّكَ لَبِالْمِرْصَادِ Allah will watch. And He will see. And if he, if he sees that our life has changed, we've made a sincere tawbah. Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu tubu ila Allahi tawbatan nasuha. Asa rabbukum an yukaffira ankum sayyatikum. Allah says in very surah al-tahreem. O people who believe, turn to Allah, make the tawbah. Tawbatan nasuha, sincere tawbah. Asa rabbukum an yukaffira ankum sayyatikum. Very, very likely that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will remove and expiate, completely clear, all the bad deeds you've done. And then, وَيُدْخِلَكُمْ جَنَّاتٍ تَجْرِي مِنْ تَحْتِهَا الْأَنْهَارِ And enter you into paradise. 
you will not be on the araf. I think what this person was asking me was that, you know, so the people who've tried and then maybe they get to 30 and 30 years. So that means you, uh, their sayyat and hasanat are the same. Their good and bad deeds are the same. So they wait on the araf. But no, Allah says here that you do sincere tawbah, 30, 50, 100 years of sins will be forgiven. In other parts of the Quran, Allah says that those bad deeds become good deeds. That's why it is a hadith of Rasulullah which talks about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala coming to a person, approaching a person who's got deeds. And he covers him up and he says, Do you remember? Atarifu bidham bi kada wa kada. Atarifu bidham bi kada wa kada. And he's just reminding him of some, some deeds, some misdeeds. And the person confesses because on that day, there's no way to deny anything. There's no way to manipulate. There's no way to change anything, to spin anything. It's a day of realities. That's why it's al-haqqah, right? It's al-haqqah, it's the inevitable iman. It's the, the, the day the haqq also will, will be completely manifest. There's no deception on that day. This person thinks as Allah is enumerating his deeds and making him confess He's got nowhere to hide He has to confess And when he confesses all of that he thinks that now this is it I am finished Because obviously let's just say a police comes to you Or an inquiry comes and they say look you've got this issue You've got this issue here's the proof here's the proof here's the proof Why would they be saying that to you unless they want to incriminate you So the normal reaction is that I am dead I am finished and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, because of such and such a deed or whatever the case is, I'm going to forgive you all of that. Now this person gets bold and brave and he thinks, he says, but Allah, there's so many other misdeeds as well. Because Allah tells him, all the bad deeds I'm going to change into good deeds. So he then says, oh, but there's so many other misdeeds that I did. So that's very, that, that's very amusing for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when a person will say that. So, Tawbah, what is sincere Tawbah then? See, sincere Tawbah has to have its roots in the heart. So imagine you're planting a tree of Tawbah in the heart, right? This is a very interesting example. You plant a tree of Tawbah in the heart. Its branches come up and start growing. And the branches are essentially manifestations in our limbs. So what are our hands going to do from now on? What are our eyes going to do from now on? What our ears are going to do from now on? What is our tongue going to do from now on? What is our mind going to do from now on? If the root of this toba, the toba tree, grows well and it is able to influence all of these parts, you have to water the tree of toba. This toba tree has to be watered. And the way to water this tree of toba is through tears, the fire of regret in the heart, the fire of regret and remorse, how much of a time have I wasted, what wrong have I done, what guilt do I have, that fire of regret is what's important, that, will, that is very important, that's why it has to be watered with tears of regret, if we don't water it with tears of regret, then all of any branches will just be like dry sticks. They won't, they, won't, they won't come with anything. They won't produce anything. That's why it's very important to water it with the tears of love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, fear for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the reverent, respectful fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then this tree 
if Allah sees that this tree has grown of tawbah and it's manifested everywhere. Let's just say that there's a friend of ours or somebody very close to us who's done something wrong and they've made a mistake. They did an aggression against us. They did something which you are very, very displeased by. Whether that be child doing that to the parent, a friend that doing that to someone else, a wife to the husband, husband to the wife. And then they come and they seek forgiveness. Now, your heart has been hurt. If somebody aggressed against me, my heart has been hurt. I've got the hadith on one side to forgive, so I would like to forgive. But how, do, how, does, the, how does it become easier to forgive? From the heart, not just because it's a shari requirement or it's a shari recommendation. It's a religious recommendation. How does it become easier? If I see that this person has that regret tree in their heart, that remorse tree, that tawbah tree in their heart, and it's become manifest, because I can't see what's in their heart. They're telling me something by their tongue. Can I feel it? Can I see that they're different? Their behavior has become different now. Because a lot of the time when somebody's telling, uh, when you have to apologize for something, you do it arrogantly. And that tawbah tree isn't there. You get that manifestation of what's in the heart is not there. From what we can see outside of the way they speak or the way they say something, it seems like there is no regret in the heart. There is no remorse in the heart. There's no feeling of guilt in the heart. So that tells us that this tree has to germinate. The seeds have to germinate and they have to become manifest on us. That's what it means by true tawbah. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for true tawbah. That's why believers should never lose hope. Because you have to remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the tawwab. Allah is the tawwab. This should also help us to understand if Allah's name is tawwab. Tawwab means the frequently the frequent acceptor of accept, acceptor of repentance. Because ta'ib, tawwab, tawwab here refers to someone who, who accepts a lot of repentance and who frequently accepts repentance. So Allah is tawwab. Ana tawwabun hakim. Innama ana tawwab, Allah mentions. So Allah is tawwab. Innahu tawwabun. Uh, that's one of his 99 names. So Allah is there to accept. So that's why if we've done wrong against people and they're finding it difficult to forgive us, if you repent to Allah and you do sincere deeds and you do tawbat al-nasuha, the sincere tawbah that we spoke about, then what Allah does is that Allah will create love for this individual in the hearts of others. So now these people will find it easy to forgive him. That's why sometimes it may be the wrong strategy to try to tell people to forgive you if they're not willing to. Rather cry to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will allow this tree of tawbah to, to grow in us, to become manifest in us, create the love, the seed of love in the hearts of people for us because inshallah the more tawbah we make, the more qubuliyah and acceptance we gain. And when Allah begins to love someone because he's turning back to him, you see, if somebody's been away from you for a while, then slowly, slowly the love diminishes. When they come back and they start working with you, they start becoming close to you, starting a relationship with you again, that love grows again, especially if they've got qualities. And Allah loves those who repent. 
So that's why we get closer to Allah, He gives us acceptance and then He lets people know that there is acceptance for this person. So now people find it easier to forgive such a person as well. That's why ultimately our tawbah should be to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. A beautiful example right, of the tawbah tree is that in the time of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, you had one of the journeys of Tabuk, which we read about. Uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions it in the Qur'an. لَقَدْ تَابَ اللَّهُ عَلَى النَّبِيِّ وَالْمُهَاجِرِينَ وَالْأَنصَارِ and وَعَلَى الثَّلَاثَةِ الَّذِينَ خُلِّفُوا This was the battle of, this was the expedition of Tabuk, which was one of the most difficult expeditions the Sahaba were going to undertake with the Prophet Extremely hot days, long distance, small supplies, and the enemy was supposed to be the Romans, one of the major empires of the world at the time, the superpowers of the world. Of the time. So nearly all the Muslims of true belief went out. Only the hypocrites stayed behind making excuses. Otherwise everybody understand, understood the seriousness, the importance and the significance of this and they went out. There were three sincere Sahaba who for various different reasons, seemingly innocent reasons, mistakes they made, they didn't go. For example, one of them was Ka'b ibn Malik. He says that my crops had just become ready and I was in need of them. And I felt that I was a strong person. I had everything together. I would let them depart. I won't depart with them. I'll just finish off what I need to do and then I'll catch up with them. But slowly, slowly, that procrastination, that delayed to such a degree that eventually I heard that they're coming back. So now there was no point leaving. There was no point going. He decided that he's not going to make an excuse. All the munafiqeen, the hypocrites, they made an excuse when the Prophet ﷺ came back and Allah mentions. They're going to seek, they're going to make excuses when you go back to them. The Prophet ﷺ with the munafiqeen, he just said, okay, fine, fine, fine. Allah will deal with you, Allah will deal with you. I leave your matter to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he accepted from them. When Ka'b went up there, he, he says, I am uh, very eloquent. And his whole incident is actually very eloquently composed as well. He said, I could have thought of so many excuses that I could have made up by which I could get out of this predicament. But then I realized that, no, that's not the way of the truth. The truth, the true tawbah needs to be done with truth. I need to plant that seed of tawbah in my heart. So he said, I went to the Prophet ﷺ and I told him the absolute truth. Now, unlike with the others, the Prophet ﷺ told me, to me, said to me, okay, wait, um, your response will be given later. Slowly, slowly, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the, the Prophet ﷺ told people to stop talking to them. And this, eventually their wives were not allowed, to, there were three of them, Murara ibn Rabi and Hilal ibn Umayyah, there were three of them. One was a bit older, Ka'ab ibn Malik was quite young. And he said, nobody would speak to us. This was to grow that tree of Tawbah. And grow it and grow it. Sometimes Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not let us off easily. And sometimes not letting us easily is a sign that maybe Allah wants big things for us afterwards. So when we have done wrong and there's a huge frustration and we don't feel like we're being forgiven... It means Allah wants us to return to Him even more, get more closer to Him. 
Because what then happens with Ka'b ibn Malik is that for 50 days nobody was allowed to speak to them, including their wives eventually, except one of them was allowed because he was old and in need, so that's why one of, his, one of their wives were allowed to stay. But otherwise, Ka'b ibn Malik said, nobody will speak to me, even my closest friend. I went to try to speak to him and he refused to speak to me. I would go to the Prophet and say salam to him and see if he responded or not. And then finally, after 50 days, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed these verses in the Quran. وَعَلَى الثَّلَاثَةِ الَّذِينَ خُلِّفُوا حَتَّى إِذَا ضَاقَتْ عَلَيْهِمُ الْأَرْضُ بِمَا رَحُبَتْ وَضَاقَتْ عَلَيْهِمْ أَنفُسُهُمْ The earth had become constrained, the land, everything around it had become constrained despite its vastness. Because when nobody's speaking to you, humans are social beings, you feel very bad. And in themselves, they felt very bad. To such a degree that they were so constrained. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave them tawbah. And he declared their tawbah in the Quran. And Ka'b ibn Malik says, what an amazing, my tawbah to be repeated, to be repeated and recited over and over again until the day of judgment. That's how much Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala likes the tree of tawbah once it grows in the hearts and it becomes manifest throughout. And Ka'b ibn Malik says that I understand now the, the virtues of truthfulness. I will never lie again. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us a sincere tawbah. And remember, difficulties will come. But you have to remember that whenever there's a test from Allah, then there's always going to be help from Allah as well. Allah never leaves anybody alone. So we are going through testing times, obviously. But with every test, for those who treat it as a test, there's always help. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for tawfiq. We ask Allah to allow us to carry on the bounties and blessings of Ramadan way beyond the month of Shawwal and onwards. Allah give us an immunity from our habitual sins and keep us away from the shaitan so that he doesn't allow us to do new sins or he doesn't cause us rather to do new sins. May Allah grant us strength of dhikr and strength of his remembrance, strength of his gratitude and allow us to constantly repent to him and return to him so that we can remain beloved. We can remain beloved to him and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept our coming together. Let's make a dua. Allahumma anta salam wa minka salam tabarakta ya dhal jalali wal ikram. Allahumma ya hayyu ya qayyum bi rahmatika nastaghif. اللهم يا حنان يا منان لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إنا كنا من الظالمين جزا الله عنا محمدا ما هو أهله اللهم اغفر لنا وارحمنا وعافنا واهدنا وارزقنا اللهم اغفر لأمة سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم اغفر لنا ولوالدينا ولمشائخنا ولأساتذتنا ولطلابنا ولأزواجنا ولأولادنا ولإخواننا ولأخواتنا ولأستقائنا ولكل من له حق علينا ولكل من أوصانا بالدعاء اللهم إنا نسألك تمام العافية ودوام العافية والشكر على العافية اللهم اهدنا واهد بنا واجعلنا هداة لمن اهتدى اللهم اغفر لأمة سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم أصلح لنا شأننا كله ولا تكلنا إلى أنفسنا طرفة عين 
يا الله يا أرحم الراحمين يا خير المسؤولين ويا خير المعطين يا ذا الجلال والإكرام يا معدن الجود والكرم Allah accept our du'as, Allah accept our worships, Allah accept our fasting. Ya Allah, we ask for your special benevolence, for your special grace on this Friday, for your blessings on this Friday. Accept our deeds. Oh Allah, accept our deeds. Oh Allah, allow the blessings of this month of Ramadan to continue with us. Allow our level of iman to remain increased and enhanced. O oh Allah, do not allow us to falter and to become weak. O oh Allah, accept our brothers and sisters, whoever has fasted and worshipped during this month of Ramadan, except from all of us. Those who have struggled and those who are going, undergoing oppression, those who had to fast under subjugation. O oh Allah, grant them a respite, grant them a better exchange for what they have done. O oh Allah, with every test comes a help. O oh Allah, grant us all help in whatever we need. O oh Allah, fulfill our permissible needs. O oh Allah, forgive us our wrongdoings, our shortcomings, our defects, our misunderstandings. Grant us beneficial knowledge so we can understand you for how we, how we need to understand you. And we understand our deen for how we need to understand it. O oh Allah, accept whatever, we've good, whatever good we've put out there. Forgive us our wrongs, forgive us our mistakes. O oh Allah, do not make us a force for the wrong change. Make us a force for the right change. Grant us him, O oh Allah, if we're cowardly, grant, grant us strength. O oh Allah, if we're weak, grant us strength. O oh Allah, help and assist our Muslim brothers and sisters around the world to remove the difficulty from them, to remove the oppression from them. O oh Allah, we ask that you make us someone who is beneficial to others who your Prophet has considered to be of the best of people. Make us of the learners of the Qur'an and the teachers of the Qur'an. O oh Allah, allow our journey of, Ramadan, journey of the Qur'an to continue even after the month of Ramadan. O oh Allah, accept from us whatever little that we have done and surely, truly it is little. And help us and assist us in our permissible endeavours and accept us for the service of your deen. O oh Allah, accept us for the service of your deen. O oh Allah, bless all of those who assist the White Thread Institute and the Zamzam Academy. O oh Allah, and White Thread Press. O oh Allah, bless all of them. O oh Allah, make it a sadaqah jariyah for them as well. O oh Allah, there are many, many people who donated to us. There are many people who have assisted us. There are many people who want to help us and assist. O oh Allah, bless all of these people. O oh Allah, grant them greater tawfiq. Grant them blessing in their wealth. Grant them blessing in their lives, in their families. Grant them protection. O oh Allah, grant us all protection. And O oh Allah, allow these, allow these institutes and allow these institutions and these facilities to continue. O oh Allah, grant us all sincerity and ikhlas. O oh Allah, those of us, those people who are fasting after the month of Ramadan, fast of Shawwal, O oh Allah, accept them. O oh Allah, give us all the tawfiq to complete them. O oh Allah, those who need to make up the misfast of those women who need to make up the misfast of Ramadan, grant them the himma and grant them, uh, grant them the courage, grant them the strength to make up these fasts as soon as possible. O oh Allah, we ask that you allow us to only meet you once all of our debts are paid, all of our salats are completed, 
and that we have no salats outstanding to our name and no fast outstanding to our name. Oh Allah, allow us to come to you with a clean slate so that we can enter paradise without questioning. Oh Allah, make us among those who will do that. Oh Allah, accept from all of us. Subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifoon wa salamun al mursaleen wa alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Bi rahmatika ya arhamar rahimeen.